Welcome to the Pixels and in Ink podcast. This is the show where we bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using multi-channel marketing to dramatically boost your leads and sales. From the top sales and marketing minds across agencies, print service providers, and enterprise marketers, you'll hear what's working and not working, so you can be on the cutting edge without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, here are your hosts, Mackenzie Farshid and Dave Rosendahl. Welcome back, listeners, to Pixels and in Ink. Howdy ho! Hello, Dave. <laughs> hey, everybody. We are really excited to be back with you guys and gals. It's been a little bit longer of a hiatus than we had anticipated, mm-hmm. uh, but I think for some good reasons. So, Dave, where have we been? Holy cow, I don't know where we've been. So, <laughs> let's see. We've had a lot of things going on over here at Mindfireland. We had a uh, big trade show in... Wait, Florida. But before that, we moved offices again. That's true. We moved. Yeah. Now, I think we've recorded a few episodes here, but we moved our studio within yes. this office. Yeah. Right. True. Okay. So now we're coming to you from a new studio. So so we're going on like the fourth studio yeah, right now. Yeah. We've moved things around. Hopefully everything sounds okay to you guys today, you guys and girls. Um, but we're, we're near where some of our sales team sits actually here at, at headquarters. So not sure if you can hear them in the background, but hopefully you can hear them closing deals uh, right and left, right? <laughs> yeah. And and if you do have any feedback about the audio quality or the sound, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, of course, done extensive testing, but we want to make sure that it sounds good to you and that you're able to digest the information that we're getting out yeah, there. Yeah, we're, we're really happy to be back. So we, we had what? We had we had uh, moving the studio. We had a trade show. Uh, you were sick. I was I sick. was perfectly healthy for no. the whole time. Okay, so Dave was sick. <laughs> then I was sick. Uh-huh. And then, then I Dave got, got your sick disease. again. No, yep. no, 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 no. Then you got sick again, and then he got me sick again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then we went to a conference. Anyways, we're back. Yeah, we're back. And we are so happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to try something different, right? You want to kind of cue up what we're going to be doing differently now? Yeah, so there's a few things that we're going to do. Number one is I got a lot of feedback at the trade show from people that listened that... What show is this, by the way? This is Graph Expo, and it was in uh, Florida, Mm -hmm. Orange County, Florida. Not to be confused with Orange County, California, which uh, we are here at headquarters at. Um, So, yeah, so we went there, and a lot of people said that sometimes the information was just so – there was just so much information that they weren't able to digest it all. Yeah, like drinking from a fire hose is what I've I've heard some people say. Yep, and we don't want that to be the case. So what we're going to do in an effort to um, allow you to have time to digest is break these up into smaller mini-sodes. Um, mini-sodes? Mini-sodes. Is that a new word? I, I just... Just made that up? Yeah, I just made that up right okay. now. So they are still going to be full thoughts, um, but we're going to try to break up into series or mini-sodes. Uh, so the first one that we're going to do is all about trade show and event marketing. And um, this is something that Dave and I have spent a lot of time and energy trying to refine because we know that trade shows and events are something, whether it's even just a little lunch and learn or a huge trade show that you're exhibiting at or attending, um, $24 billion is what exhibiting companies spend annually on exhibiting. That's in the United States, Yeah, huh? that's in the United States. $24 billion? Yes, sir, okay. with a B. Okay. Um, so it's a huge market. There's a big opportunity and even just going to a trade show, I'm reminded that face-to-face communication, there's really nothing like it. Mm -hmm. And so before we would have processes, which we're going to discuss in a second, um, that we would just kind of go to a trade show and we'd hope for the best. And even though we'd give it our all, uh, we were sort of relying on the success of the trade show company. So the amount of people that they got to go, the attendee rate and all that to determine our fate at the shows. Yep. 
And what we decided after going to a few shows that used to be really good for us um, and realizing that they were starting to decline in attendance and maybe the quality was shaky or whatever it was, we decided that, you know what, we can't allow others to determine our fate in anything. Uh, we want to do everything we can in our power to make something successful and to take ownership of it. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about what we used to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then over the next three weeks, we're going to talk about what we do now. And we're going to break that into a few different pieces. So. We do a lot of work in advance of the show, a lot of um, very specific tactics that we put into play in advance of the show that guarantees But by the time we get to the show, uh, we know whether or not we've won or lost that, that event. And we're going to tell you exactly how we do that. So that's going to be next week. And then the week after that, we're going to talk to you about what we actually do at the event. There's, mm -hmm. some, there's some practices that we put in place at the event to maximize our opportunity there. And then lastly, and this is what we're in the midst of right now mm -hmm. with our team here, here at headquarters, what we do after the show to maximize the opportunities that we generated at the event. So that's going to be over the next three weeks. So, yeah, and the, the cool thing is that it takes a army, you know, to, to build this machine. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to bring some of our team members on who are part of each of the teams that contribute to the success of the trade show. So people who are actually setting the appointments, the demand generation team, we're going to bring on some of the salespeople, the people that actually attend the show, and they can give their insight as to um, how, it, how this change has impacted them. And you'll just get to hear from each of us to see, okay, what is it that we do before, during, and after the show, like Dave? They've said to ensure that we can squeeze the most juice out of it and not leave our fate up to uh, the hope that attendance is good. So this is going to be really useful for you, we hope, if you are a service provider like a printer or an agency and you run marketing campaigns to help your customers drive attendance at events or trade shows. Mm -hmm you may be able to take some of these plays out of our playbook and apply them uh, for your customers. If you're a company like us that goes to shows all the time and want to maximize your marketing spend on the events and the trade shows that you're running, then hopefully you can put some of these plays um, into place for yourself and start getting value from them immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because a lot of these things are things that you can do actively. You know, before I kind of thought that you go to a trade show and you hope for the best, you know, but these mm -hmm. there's specific steps in place. We now have done this multiple times. So yep. This isn't the first time we've repeated this or done this process. We've repeated it, we've refined it. We have some really important documents, um, including a brief that we have mm -hmm. before the hand. Why don't we share that with everyone? Yeah, so we have a brief that we do during uh, before the show. We have a um, Google Sheet that has, I think about like 11 tabs of specific information. Okay. We have a process for setting these appointments, you know, naming the appointments, getting people to the show, and then tons of on-site communication. So you want to be here to listen, not for the next week, but the following week for that. And then, of course, the post-show, which is just taking all the work that you've done before and really drilling it home. So with that, why don't we jump into talking a little bit about what we did before we put this new process into place? All right, so McKinsey, we're going to kind of reflect back on what we did mm -hmm. back in, uh, let's let's say maybe two, three years ago before we put these new plays uh, into place. And um, I, I think that by and large, we've we've attended trade shows for the past 10 or so years, maybe mm -hmm. maybe more here at Mindfire. And, and you probably have done at least a few shows, uh, listeners yourself, over the past couple of years. Um, and maybe you've done the same shows over and over. In, in our case... There are what three or four shows in our industry that we've we've generally visited year over year, mm -hmm. and by and large we saw results from those shows declining, yeah. and I I wondered we wondered of uh, for for many years was it that the industry on the whole was just declining in those sectors and there were just fewer attendees which is certainly possible and certainly true to some degree 
or was something about our approach changing? That's one of the things that we noticed if you roll back the, the, the time, uh, you know, a few years. Yeah, and I just want to interject because these are trade shows that we rely on for a huge part of our revenue. Mm. Um, you know, when we go to these few ones that he's talking about, these are ones that we know each year, first quarter, for example, we have one of them and it can bring up to like 70 or 80 percent of our revenue for that quarter and so mm -hmm. when we're going to these trade shows you know it's really important that we get this revenue because we rely on it we forecast yep. it that's part of our budget we you know it's something that we've become dependent on mm -hmm. and so i think this is what caused the realization of hey we need to do something about this because like dave said we started to feel a decline when we went to those shows yeah and if i if i roll back even before you were here, uh, Mackenzie, because you joined us when? How, how long have you been? 2011. 2011. 2011. Yeah, so I'm thinking back to like 2004, 2005, believe it or not, we've been at it for, for quite some time mm -hmm. here. Uh, we had some very successful years, some shows where we did tremendously well, where we had lines of people at our booth, similar to what, we, what we're experiencing again now. Uh, and if you've ever experienced that, it's a great feeling. I mean, you prepare for the event and you've got people there looking for you, people excited to talk to you, people who are interested in what you have to offer. And, and, and it's in stark contrast, and I'm sure you've seen these booths, Mackenzie, where you walk by and there's a guy or there's a gal just kind of sitting there forlorn, just kind of looking at the floor or checking their phone now these days, mm -hmm. you know, checking Facebook or whatever and kind of just waiting for life to happen to them yep and and we kind of i don't want to say we got that bad but we kind of got to a point where we were rolling into these events with uh inadequate preparation which would lead to a poor uh, performance by our team at the show and then therefore poor results coming out of the show and like you're saying just a uh, lackluster performance in terms of revenue right and then uh, you know as we reflected back we realized that i, I know I'll just take responsibility for this. I'd say, you know what, that show, it's starting to suck. Yeah, we, ha know? we had a lot of that. We, yeah. you know, that XYZ show, show sucks, sucks now. Yep. It sucks. And the problem is if you serve a specific niche, there are specific trade shows that serve that niche. So whether or not you think the trade show, quote unquote, sucks or not, it's a place where your prospects are. It's a place where they go to get educated, where they go to attend sessions. And sometimes you feel like, oh, you know what, maybe we didn't get the return on investment that we wanted. But we, I mean, how could we not go? Yeah, and there were some events. There still are some of these shows that we sponsor mm -hmm. uh, to the tune of, say, fifty to $75,000 a show. Now, if you're comparing that to something like Dreamforce, where sponsorship is half a million dollars, mm -hmm. it may not seem like a lot, or that may seem like a big number to you. I don't know um, how that hits you. But when you're spending fifty or 75000 just to be at the event, that's not including everything else that you need to do. There's a significant investment there. So what we were finding is that what we were doing uh, in those days, which was a little bit of pre-show marketing, um, having a, a, a booth that had some thematic uh, relation to what we were talking about, and then arriving at the event and hoping to be able to pull people out of the aisles mm -hmm. just really wasn't working. I mean, I think some of the things we also found is that some of the leads we generated at those shows, we would come back uh, to headquarters and we wouldn't follow up with them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it sounds ridiculous. Like, yeah. Of course you're going to follow up with the leads. But, yeah. you know, we'd noticed that a few had slipped through the cracks. Absolutely. Yep. And so I encourage you folks, if you're listening, think about your own your own trade show and event marketing uh, program. Do any of these things sound familiar? You know, some of the shows that you've been going to for years, now they start to suck, right? Um, people are saying the shows just don't return anymore. Uh, you get there and you're hoping and praying that people walk up and talk to you and that you can drive some business and maybe after these events, things are falling through the cracks, leads are slipping through the cracks, and it's just not happening for you. If that sounds familiar, then yeah, we were in a similar boat. We were in a similar situation. Yeah, and by the way, sometimes shows do decline. You sh sometimes the attendance does, yep. and that's true. But the bottom 
line is that you, if you're going to go, you have to give it your all and you have to be able to walk to the show confident and get there knowing that you've done everything you can to set yourself up for success. Yep. Even if there's declining people, even if, you know, there's there's not as much uh, attendance, you know that you've done everything you can to get the most out of it. Yeah. And so what happened for us, this was probably August of last year now, mm -hmm. right? Am, am I thinking yeah. correctly here? Yeah. So August of last year, which is roughly um, a year uh, preceding when we're recording this particular episode, we decided to take a dramatically different approach. And that's what we want to talk to you about over the next three weeks, over the next three episodes. We're going to share with you specifically what we do, how we do it, and the results that we get so that you can take this and apply it to yourself. So we don't want to give you platitudes. We don't want to say like, you know, um, if you work hard, the results are going to follow. We're going to tell you specifically what to do and what we do uh, to make those results happen. And we'll come back uh, in a week's time. Yes, sir. Yep. And we're going to start with what we do in advance the show and our guiding philosophy that allows us to actually make stuff happen before we get to the event uh, in order to guarantee our success. So we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Yes, we're happy to be back. And, and we'll talk to you then. See everyone soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Pixels and Ink podcast with Mackenzie Farsheed and Dave Rosendahl. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit mindfirestudio.com slash blog. We look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, keep testing your marketing to find out what works for you and your business and get ready for your leads and revenue to grow. We'll see you in the next episode.